And welcome to the Osher Ginsberg podcast. I'm Osher Ginsberg, and this is my show. Thank you so much for being here for this check-in here on this Friday, the 3rd of May, even though it's Thursday, the 2nd of May, when I'm recording this as a plane flies overhead. <laughs> I'm on location and I'm just, I'm just in a break, but I wanted to, I wanted to check in with you um, and then say thank you to everybody that enjoyed the Joe Thornley episode earlier this week. It was super duped to have a, have a really long chat about, about cults, if you haven't heard it yet. Um, let's talk about cults and cult thinking and, and how persuasive, convincing ideas can suck you in even if you know that they're not real and even if people around you tell you they're not real. It's super, super interesting. And in fact, I've got a, like a back-to-back kind of thinking <laughs> episodes. Uh, we're going into more detail about that kind of thinking on Monday's show, but I'll tell you about that in a moment. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So... To check in with you this week, I, I did. I did like to check in and let you know how things are going. If, if you're new to this podcast, by the way, hi, I'm Washer. Um, I, I host TV shows. Um, we did a the Big Bachelor in Paradise Tell All reunion show last week, and uh, I'm busy shooting the next season of The Bachelor at the moment, which is uh, where I am at the moment, right now, in a lunch break actually. Um, and uh, I wrote a book. Um, I've actually got the Australian Book Industry Awards tonight because this is Thursday and you'll hear this tomorrow. So I don't know how it's gone. It might have gone great. I don't know. It might have gone terribly. I don't know. But I've got a nice suit and that's what matters. Um, but to check in with you, I, I like you, I listen to podcasts. I love podcasts. Podcasts make my brain feel better. I like listening to things that I don't know yet. I, I love being curious and I love finding out about things and diving down just giant holes of, of learning uh, while I drive around or ride my bike or do my chores. And um, one of the podcasts I do enjoy a lot is the Sam Harris podcast. It's called Making Sense. And um, recently Sam Harris 
had a conversation with a bloke called Roger McNamee and the podcast was called The Trouble with Facebook. And yeah, so this podcast not only introduced me to Roger McNamee, but really kind of busted open what Josh Zepps and I were talking about a couple of weeks ago on this show. Roger McNamee's book is called Zucked, Z-U-C-K-E-D, The Trouble with Facebook or Waking Up to the Facebook Catastrophe. Um, Now, I was aware that these things are designed to hook your attention. I was aware that they work, as Josh Stevenson and I spoke about, they work with psychologists. And, and, you know, they work with people who are experts in, in creating a habit loops and, and you know, help making sure that your attention never wavers and giving you variable rewards and, you know, no points where you stop, like in a book where you turn a page, you actually have to stop for a second, you know, you have a moment to do something. But, you know, I was aware that all these things were built into the very design of this software, but... And I was also aware that I had a problem with Instagram, I've got to tell you. But after listening to these books, and I already know that I have addictive tendencies and that my addictions kind of pop out in different places, but it was things definitely that I was addicted to, certainly all seemed to end with ing, I-N-G, like drinking, shopping, eating, gambling, masturbating. They were all avoidances. There were all ways to avoid what I was feeling inside, right? And as, as I got sober, I started to notice that that need to escape, that need to avoid, that need to, to, to not think about the uncomfortable stuff just ported itself towards other stuff. Definitely work, without a doubt work. Sometimes eating, which is still a struggle for me. But the one addiction that I wanted to ignore the most was my phone. And it... It was a compounding of factors of not only speaking with Josh Zepps the other week, but then listening to this podcast and then listening to Roger's book, Zucked. After listening to those things and and then having a long, hard look at myself and honestly, finally listening to my wife, Audrey, after ignoring her for so long, I have taken Instagram off my phone. I've taken Facebook off my phone. I've taken Twitter off my phone. And the more I look back on my behavior around those things, the more I can see how addicted, hopelessly addicted that I am to those things. You know, you can look at that screen time thing on your phone. I'll be picking up my phone hundreds of times a day, checking for notifications, checking for likes, hitting refresh, seeing what's up, stuck in, you know, messaging people back, talking with people, you know, as wonderful as the people that write me a DM are, they're not my family. And I'm spending valuable time that I have in my house with the people that I love, not talking to them or being with them or engaging with them. I'm in a phone, you know, texting someone back a silly gif of a cat doing something. Utterly failing at using the lockout on the screen time. Just didn't matter. I gave myself 15 minutes a day. I'd just put the passcode in and carry on. Wouldn't matter. Wouldn't matter every time. The only response I have is to delete these things off my phone because I know that I'm already prone to addiction. I know that. But in the face of software and incredibly powerful artificial intelligence behind that software that is deliberately designed to hook me in and keep me using that software, the endless scrolling feed, the squirts of serotonin in my brain at the acknowledgement by a stranger, sucking me out of the moment, escaping from discomfort, real or imagined, in the face of that incredibly powerful thing, I'm hopeless. I'm powerless. I, had, I was having no choice in how much I was playing with my phone. I was being completely inattentive to my wife, my family, forgetting things. The worst is that I'd forget things that Audrey told me 
because I'm looking down, scrolling through an endless feed of visual stimulation, so my brain's really elsewhere. It's probably 5% on the hearing, and if I know enough responses, we'll get her to stop talking. Mm-hmm. Yep, got it. Okay, Thursday. Three seconds later, I couldn't tell you what she said to me. And then I say, what are we doing on Thursday? And she'd rightly get upset. She's like, I just fucking told you like 10 minutes ago. Anyway, it's gone. It's off my phone. It's deleted. It's out. Um, I'll still post on Instagram. I still engage on Instagram through an app on my laptop, but that requires me to be on my laptop and be far more aware of the time that I'm there. Um, but it's off my phone. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all gone. I'm working on getting the last Facebook product off my phone, WhatsApp. Um, I'm trying to get everyone that I know onto a group chat on another platform called Signal. And, and then I've got to figure out how to de-Google my life, but that's a whole other whole other mess of one thing at a time, I guess. Look, I don't have a tinfoil hat on. I know that my attention was being hacked. I know that my actions were being influenced by software that's far more powerful than my own decision-making, my own choices, my own ability to choose. I know that I was only seeing things that an algorithm told me to see. I know that it has the illusion that I was choosing what to look at, but it's not the case. I was just simply fed more of what I engaged with, and an algorithm was hacking my attention in an effort to keep me on the app for as long as possible. I wasn't making the choices anymore about what I was doing with my day. And I was losing hour upon hour and upon hour of my life to it. So it's gone. And it's tough this week, I'm not going to lie, because I keep reaching for it. I keep reaching for it. I want to avoid what, you know, rather than just be with the uncomfortable feeling inside me. So I know it's going to get easier. It's going to get easier like everything else gets easier. I'm sure you can relate. Um, you can always get in touch with me. Send us your email at gmail.com. Don't know how much for longer. <laughs> I'll keep that Gmail going, but probably not too long. Regardless, I just wanted to tell you um, along those lines, kind of, I guess, uh, about my guest next week. He's a really fascinating guy. Jonathan Haidt, he's a um, moral psychologist at NYU, and he's coming on the show to talk about, I guess, similar things to what Joe and I were talking about, why people get triggered, um, the culture that's grown around calling out people online and the rise of safetyism and, and what we have to lose by raising a generation of young people who are, who are you know, so protected from any kind of adversity that when they face even the slightest amount of it, they see it as a, as a personal attack. Um, Jonathan's written a couple of great books, The Righteous Mind being one of them, and his latest, The Coddling of the American Mind, which talks a lot about the problem with trigger warnings, the problem with safe spaces, and the disinviting of guests, particularly controversial guests, from university lectures. It's a super interesting chat. He's cops me from New York. Um, I really hope you can join me. Um, but thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you on Monday. Uh, until we speak next time, put your phone down. <laughs> Sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.